Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Jennifer Non, and this is AOPA's pilot briefing for the week of February 22nd, 2021, bringing you the top five things you need to know in general aviation news this week. This is AOPA's pilot briefing. Your general aviation news update brought to you by the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. The FAA has launched its 43rd Annual General Aviation in Part 135 Activity Survey. The confidential survey, which takes 10 to 15 minutes to complete, is the only source of information on the GA's fleet activity in the previous year, such as the number of hours flown and the way people use GA aircraft. Data on the more than 80,000 aircraft, or about 30% of the GA fleet, contributes to the research effort. Survey data is used to determine safety metrics such as accident rates and to understand the impact of the GA industry on jobs, economic output, and investments in aviation infrastructure. The approach of a pivotal date in the revised publication cycle of many visual navigation charts is a reminder to pilots to double-check the effective dates of the charts they use for VFR flying. According to the FAA, beginning February 25th, several charts will be updated and continue to be updated every 56 days to coincide with publication dates of other on-route, terminal, and supplemental chart products. Changing the publication cycles required the FAA to amend the publication dates of numerous charts, making many of them obsolete before the final effective date published on the charts. The FAA listed such amendments on a charting notice published on August 13, 2020. AOPA and EAA have asked the civil aviation authorities in Mexico to reverse a recent policy change that prevents operation of U.S.-registered amateur-built aircraft in Mexico. In a letter, AOPA and EAA noted that operation of such aircraft has been common practice for several decades, but a recent change in policy has led to a halt in operations. Under U.S. regulations, aircraft that are issued special airworthiness certificates, including experimental aircraft, bear a limited that aircraft does not meet the airworthiness standards on international civil aviation. In a recent virtual meeting, AOPA President Mark Baker and the AOPA Board of Aviation Medical Advisors met with Dr. Susan Northrup the new FAA Federal Air Surgeon and Deputy Federal Air Surgeon Dr. Brett Wyrick. The group pledged to work together to iron out medical administrative and process issues that have been a source of frustration for general aviation pilots for years. Northrop is a retired U.S. Air Force colonel, a senior FAA aviation medical examiner, and board certified in aerospace medicine and occupational medicine, and a private pilot. Imagine Roaring Twenties music playing in the background as a woman clad as an early barnstorming pilot in her flight jacket, scarf, helmet, and goggles strides into view. I'm so glad to be on the ground, she says, pushing her goggles above her eyes. It's been a long flight. What follows is a brief and engaging video journey back into early aviation to meet Bessie Coleman, the first woman pilot of African-American and Native American descent who earned her pilot certificate 100 years ago this June. As her centennial approaches, the nonprofit educational Bessie Coleman Aviation All-Stars organization, led by Coleman Brooms, has been planning to commemorate it with a 10-city tour, part virtual and perhaps part in person this fall if possible, that will land in key places along Bessie Coleman's journey from her birthplace in Texas to France. 
To get the full story on everything you heard here today, visit AOPA.org and don't forget to follow us on social media. And if you have an Amazon Alexa device, you can now listen to this podcast by saying, Alexa, play pilot briefing on TuneIn. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Jennifer Nahn. Fly safe and fly often, and I'll talk to you again next week.